Can you just ask the Lord to touch your heart today, this, this afternoon? Tell Him that you desire a touch. The Bible says that the entrance of the Word of God brings light and it brings understanding unto the simple. Ask that the light of God will come into your life, that wisdom and understanding will be granted unto you today, that illumination will be given unto you. That every area that the enemy has held you bound before, that the word of God that is sharper than any two-edged sword will start to make a difference. As that the Lord will speak to you. That the words that you will hear will not be the words of man, but will be the words that come forth from the throne of grace. Mighty and everlasting Father, we thank you for the privilege to be in your presence. Father, we do not take it lightly. Because, Lord, if you had not enabled us, there is no way we would have been here by ourselves. But we thank you, Daddy, because in your presence there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So the confidence we have is that you have brought us here so that we can partake of that fullness of joy. We thank you because we know we are here to partake of those pleasures. Father, we pray that today we will not leave here the same. That, Lord, our life will change. And everything that was contrary to your word will be removed out of our lives today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we give you praise for the month of August. It has been a month of expansion, a month of enlightenment, a month of victory, a month of favor, and a month of grace. And Lord, we know that it is not over yet. Because there are still a few more hours in this month. So everything you have programmed into this month for us, the enemy cannot hold back. We thank you, Daddy, because the enemy and his forces have been compelled by you to release our blessings this month in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory be unto your holy name. We worship you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Are you happy? You don't sound like it. Are you happy? Are you glad that you're in the presence of the Lord? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I am glad. Are you glad? Neighbor, I am blessed. Are you blessed? Neighbor, I am favored. And I know it. Do you know it? Are you favored? Give Jesus a round of applause. God cannot lie, He swore we surely come to pass. He will never, never lie, because He's not a man. God cannot lie, He swore we surely come to pass. He will never, never lie because he's not a man. His word will surely come to pass because he's not a man. Jehovah, 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 Jehovah. Jehovah, Jehovah. 
cannot fly His word we surely don't do He will never, never lie He's not dead No, God cannot lie His God, His word we don't do He will never, never lie not dead Jehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah forget about our God? Why do we tell our God how big the mountain is and not tell the mountain how big Jehovah is? If he can take his own begotten son and nail on the cross for you, is it a small problem that he cannot handle? Is it a small issue that he cannot deal with? Is it a, is it a promotion that he cannot give you? Is it a baby that he cannot bless you with? Is it a marriage that he cannot heal? Is it a sickness that he cannot deliver you from? Is it a victory that he cannot give to you? So why are we complaining? The children of Israel did not look at manna. They forgot that manna dropped from heaven. 
They were looking for what was growing from the ground. They forgot that manna came from an impossible direction. They were looking for what was natural. They did not look at the supernatural. They looked at the natural. Why are we complaining? Because it cannot lie. Shout hallelujah. Let us be seated. We have a little time. But the topic of what the Lord wants to talk to you and I today is this. God is never late. Praise the Lord. God is never late. Let us go to the book of Jeremiah chapter 15. Jeremiah chapter 15. We start to read from verse 9 to 21. My time was taken, but that is okay. It was taken for a good purpose. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Jeremiah was discussing with God. And the Lord was complaining about Judah. About what they had done. And Jeremiah, in between trying to intercede for Judah with God, started to grumble. And this is what he said. He said, so she who has born seven languages, she has expired. Her son has gone down while it was yesterday. She has been put to shame, confounded and disgraced. And the rest of them I will deliver to the sword before their enemies, says the Lord. Then Jeremiah answered and said, Woe is me, my mother, that you bore me to be a man of strife, a man of contention to the whole earth. I have neither loaned nor have, nor have men loaned to me, yet everyone curses me. Now, to show Jeremiah that God is never a God answered and said, For says the Lord, truly your release, your affliction and strengthening will be for good. Surely I will intercede for you with the enemy. And I will cause the enemy to ask for your aid in the time of evil. In the time of affliction. And the Lord asked the question, can iron break the iron from the north and the bronze? And Jeremiah in verse 15 says, O Lord. You know and understand. Remember me and visit me. And avenge me upon my persecutors. Take me not away in your long suffering. Know that I know that for your sake I suffer and bear reproach. He said, your words were found and I ate them. Your words were to me a joy and the rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name. Then he now said, I sat not in the assembly of those who make merry. Nor did I rejoice. I sat alone because your powerful hand was upon me. For you had filled me with indignation. Now, listen to him. Why is my pain perpetual? And my wound incurable? Refusing to be healed. Will you indeed be to me like a deceitful brook? Like waters that fail are uncertain? Praise the Lord. Does this word sound familiar? It does to me. Does this sound familiar to you? As men, we look at what the other has more than what we have. As men, we like what is on the other side of the fence more than what we have now. This was a man that the Lord said, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. And I anointed you as a prophet to the nations. 
This was a man that the Lord told, you know what? They are not going to like you. Because you are eating my words that is sweet in your mouth, but when it gets to your belly, it's bitter. Why was it bitter in his belly? Because he had to speak it. And the Lord already told him, you are serving me, get ready, but in every single situation, I will make sure you have victory. But he said, why is my pain perpetual? Brethren, we live in a society that speed is the essence of life now. You send a text message, you want an answer. You ask your boss for a promotion, you want it right now. You wake up in the morning, you think about making a million dollars, you want it the next month. And because of the need for speed, we have started to ignore the law. We have, we have refused to wait. We don't know what it means to be quiet and hear God speak. We do not know what it means anymore to take something to the presence of God and wait for an answer. Because in my experience, if you ask God for something, He will answer you immediately. That is my experience. I don't know about yours. And sometimes He tells you, son, wait. I have waited for something for 10 years before. But the day it was time, he said, son, it is time. And the moment he said it is time, everything started to fall into place. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And there is no one here that is different. I tell people, I said, if you have a 12-year-old son that you love so much, will you buy him a car? And they said, no. So why do you think God will give you a blessing you are not ready for? Amen? Amen. If you have a son, you expect him to pass an exam, right? Right? But before he passes the exam, he has to read. Okay? So why is it that you don't want to pass through a test before you receive a blessing? The test is not to destroy you. It is to strengthen you. Because there are bigger things for you to achieve for the Lord in future. And if you cannot stand like a man today, because the Bible says in the book of Ephesians, if your strength fails in the day of trouble, your strength is weak. So why are we running away from those challenges that are stepping stones to greatness? Because there is no obstacle. Every obstacle that you see, every mountain that you encounter, every man in the office that decides to pick on you, every woman that bites you, I'm not saying no woman backbites, forgive me, everybody that they don't like your face, they are designed to take you to the, your next place of lifting. That is why God is never late. Let us go to the book of John, chapter 11. In the book of John chapter 11, it's a very long chapter, but we have to take it, we have to take verses one after the other as the Lord leads. In the book of John chapter 11, if you read from verse 1, the Bible says there was a certain man named Lazarus, and he was healed. And that man had two sisters, Mary and Martha. And they sent a message to the Lord. They said, come quickly. He said, because your friend Lazarus, and your friend Lazarus, is healed. And when the Lord Jesus received the message, he turned to his disciples and he said, The sickness is not unto death. Amen. 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 
In verse 4, it said, when Jesus received the message, it said, this sickness is not to end in death, but on the contrary, it is to honor God and to promote His glory, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now, the next verse now talked about Jesus' relationship with Lazarus, Mary, and Martha. Because if He loved them so much, why did He wait? Praise the Lord. If He loved them so much, why did He seemingly come late? Because the next verse says, Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. They were His dear friends. And He held them in loving esteem. Therefore, when he, even when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he still stayed two days longer in the same place where he was. Now, Mary and Martha did not know what he told the disciples. That the sickness is not unto death, but it's to give glory to God. Right? So imagine what is in the mind of Mary and Martha. We've sent for the master. We know he can heal. We know at his worst sickness disappears. But where is he? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The worst kind of way is when you have had, you have received a remnant, maybe through administration. Or you have been prayed for and a prophetic statement was made. Or one day you are reading the Bible yourself and the Lord says, Son, I will bless you. But 15 years you are waiting. 20 years you are waiting. That is the hardest kind of way. But Jesus is saying, if I can take time to come from heaven and walk on the face of the earth and go through the same temptation you go through and I did not fall and I went to the cross and died for you, there is nothing that I will keep back from you for as long as it will bless you and it will give my Father glory. So he is never late. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So he stayed for two more days. And after that he told the disciples, now let us go to Judea. Amen. 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 Whatever will not bring God glory in your life, God will not give you. So if you're asking him for something and you have not received an answer, you need to understand why. Not cry. You know, God is wonderful. You spoke about some things during prayer. The family came here and talked about six years in Canada. And I realized what the Lord said I should speak about. And I just realized that God knows how to arrange everything. A day is like a thousand years before the Lord. And a thousand years is like a day. It means that the concept of time that you and I have, God does not have. You might have a desire to be a billionaire at 21. If the Lord says, son, you will get there at 70. There is nothing you can do. If you attempt to run faster than God, you will get into trouble. And many have pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Because they refuse to wait for God. Reverend Kenetaki says there are two speeds with God. Slow and slower. Amen? Amen? I know you don't like to hear it, but it's the truth. Slow and slower. God will never ask you to hurry. He never does. Because the Bible says He's the one that knows the end from the beginning. 
Amen? Amen. 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 Now, let us go ahead and look at what the Lord is saying here. Now, by the time he said all that and he answered the disciples, and he now started to go, you know, in, in, in verse 11, he now said, Our friend Lazarus is at rest and sleeping. But I am going there that I may awaken him out of his sleep. Then the disciples answered and said, Lord, if he is sleeping, he will recover. I need you to pray a prayer right now. Say, Lord, teach me to understand what you say. Close your eyes for yourself. Lord, teach me to understand what you say. Teach me not to misunderstand whatever you tell me. Father, I desire that talk. I desire that wisdom, that understanding. Teach me to understand whatever you tell me. So that, Lord, I will take the right steps. I will walk with you. I will not do what the world wants me to do. Father, we give you praise. Because we believe you have answered us. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Why did I say you should pray that prayer? Even the disciples that were with him. Even those that he has told, it is unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom. Did not understand it. Why? Because they were thinking like men. Thinking like men. The mind of Christ, they are not allowed to rest in their life. He already told them it is not unto death, so that but God has to be glorified. Then he said, he's sleeping. He said, so I'm going to wake him up. If he was sleeping in natural sleep, why should Jesus go for four days journey to go and wake him up? Why can't Martha and Mary wake him up? Right? But I said, Lord, well, if he sleeps, that is good, let us go. And that is the first thing that happens. Most of the time, we think as men think. That is why we think that God is late. Because when a man calls you in the morning and says, I will come at four. Worst case scenario, they will be late for one hour. But when the Lord says, son, I will bless you. He doesn't give you time. Praise the Lord. But the moment God says, I will bless you, what enters your head? Oh, he will bless me. That means next week I'm blessed. My promotion is coming. That means next month I receive that car. Then you, then you open the picture of the car you want to drive and say, Lord, where, how are you going to bless me? Tell me, where is the money coming from? But God is not like that. Jesus is not like that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. But for your sake I am glad I was not there, because it will help you to believe and to trust and rely on me. However, let us go to him. Of course they went. Now the first person that Jesus met, Jesus got there, was Martha. And Martha went to Jesus. And in verse 21, Martha said to Jesus, Master, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And even now I know that whatever you ask from God, He will grant it to you. Amen? 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 Amen. Amen. Now let us put ourselves in the place of Martha. If you are here, my brother will not have died. However, I know that because you are here, God hears you. If you pray to God, he will rise again, right? He will come back to life, right? What did Jesus say? Martha, your brother will rise again. 
What did Martha say? I know it will rise on the day of resurrection. She was not telling a lie. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But that truth was not the truth for that situation. She misunderstood the truth of God for that situation. We can get soaked in the word, in the letter, and miss the spirit. Praise the Lord. That is why the letter killeth, but the spirit bringeth alive. Jesus said, Martha, today your brother will rise from death. Martha said, Lord, I know he will rise on the day of resurrection. Brethren, does that sound familiar to you? Sometimes we, de- we, we determine that God will not bless us in that area anymore. So to now make ourselves feel good that we are not grumbling, we explain it away in the Bible. No. If you believe in your heart that this is what God is saying, if it takes hundred years to see the manifestation, you better stick with Him. Because God is never late. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, although he may die, yet shall he live. And whoever continues to live and believes in me, has faith in, cleaves to, and relies on me, shall never die. And he said, do you believe this? And she said to him, yes, Lord, I, I have believed, I do believe that you are the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Son of God, who was to come into the world. But it's what she said after that. I still believe it will rise on the day of resurrection. Now she did not complete that. She left and went to Mary and said, Mary, the Lord is here. Praise the Lord. And when Mary heard that the Lord was there, she got up and she went to the Lord. And when she got to Jesus, she dropped at his feet and said, Now this is the Mary that went to Jesus and I know with the perfume, and washed his feet with her hair. Right? Now, for Mary to do that, Mary must have a vision of Jesus. Because when they scolded her, Jesus said, leave her alone. She is preparing me for my death. Right? That means one way or the other, Mary knew that this is the Messiah of the old earth. One way or the other, Mary knew that this man would die for the saints of the world. One way or the other, Mary knew that whatever this man says has authority. Right? Do you agree? Do you agree? Now, but let us go back to the scripture and, say, and see what Mary said. This is what Mary said. And when Mary came, Mary said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Whatever you say is a reflection of what is in your heart. As a man thinketh, so is he. If you think Jesus is late, you will never have any cause to glorify him. Praise the Lord. And the moment you don't have any cause to glorify Him, you will never have any confidence to pray about anything again. And the moment you don't have any confidence to pray about anything again, you are falling out of partnership with Him, like we said during the night vigil. And when that happens, when you refuse to pray, God will not move. He refuses to move, because He is always seeking for a man. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And when Jesus saw us sobbing, he was so moved in spirit. And, and he said, where have you laid him? And in verse 35, they said, Jesus wept. And the Jews said, see how we loved him? Now, 
But some of them said, could, need, could he not have opened the blind man's eyes? He opened the blind man's eyes. Can he not have prevented this man from dying? That's the first category of people there. The second category of people are the ones that said, if you remove the stone, he is smelling already. He's been dead for four days. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So there were four categories of people there. There were those who believed. There were those who doubted. There were those that were mocking. And there were those that were focused on the signs that they saw. There were those who believed. But the ones that believed came later. Because until Lazarus walked out, nobody believed. The disciples did not believe. Because they said if he's sleeping, then he's, then he's okay, he's going to wake up. Mary and Martha did not believe. Because they said, I know that my brother will rise up on resurrection day. The Jews did not believe. Because some of them said, if he can open the eyes of a blind man, can't make this man not die? He could have been worse. Four days journey away, and this man wouldn't have died. They were mocking. Praise the Lord. Which one are you? Amen. Which one are you? Turn to your neighbor. I said, neighbor, those that doubted, those that mocked, those that are focused on signs, which one are you? Neighbor, give them an answer. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But to prove that he's never late, he said, take away the stone. There is no stone that stands against your blessing that will not be taken away. Praise the Lord. There is no stone that has stopped the flow of his grace into your life that will not be rolled away. There is no stone that has stopped your fruitfulness. That will not be rolled away. Amen. Every stone. Every stone. Except the cornerstone. That God has instituted. Every other stone. Is a counterfeit. Praise the Lord. Amen. Jesus is the rock. And that is the only rock that matters. And if that rock says roll away the stone. You are about to step into a season of greatness. September is the ninth month of the Gregorian year. Nine is the number of the Holy Ghost. In the month of September, because he that sent the Holy Ghost is never late, you will encounter greatness. Every stone that has stopped you from moving forward, every obstacle, that has stopped the blessing of God from flowing into your life. Everything that has stopped you from making a difference. Because he said, roll away the stone. They will be rolled away from your life in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And Martha said, but Lord, by this time he is decaying and he throws over an offensive odor. For he has been dead for days. And Jesus said to her, Martha, did I not tell you and promise you that if you will believe and rely on me, you will see the glory of God? I need you to pray for yourself.
Lord, I want to see your glory. Help my unbelief. Lord, I want to see your glory. For the remaining period of this year, Father, help my unbelief. Help me to trust in you. Help me to rely on you. Father, let the knowledge of your word start to, re- start to change my understanding. I refuse to doubt. I refuse to mock. I refuse to focus on signs. But I will focus only on you. Father, help me. Help me to make that difference. Let your glory be evident to me from now. Father, we give you praise because you have done it. In Jesus' name we have prayed. So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you because you hear me. Amen? Amen? Amen. Jesus did not do all those gymnastics that I do. But there was a deep confidence. And that deep confidence was, Lord, I know you are never late. I know you have promised that when I call you, you will answer. Are you not the one that said, call upon me in the day of trouble and I will answer? Are you not the one that said, thou shalt declare and I shall be established unto you? Are you not the one that said, I have loved you with an everlasting love? Are you not the one that opened the heavens unto me and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am helpless, listen to him? So Lord, I thank you because you hear me always. Yes, I know you always hear and listen to me. But I have said this on account of and for the benefit of the people standing around. So that they may believe that you did send me. And when he has said this, he, he shouted with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the Bible says, and he that was dead walked out. Your blessing will walk out. Every grave of the enemy that has been designed to hold you bound. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. The devil will not sit down and see you and I enjoy our blessing. He's in the business of creating graves. He does not know any other thing. Because the thief cometh only to kill, to steal, but to dis- and to destroy. What Jesus said. He said, I, the Lord Jesus, have come so that you might have life and have it abundantly. Now, it is not only physical life. It is also spiritual life. It is not only spiritual life. It is life in your career. It is life in your finances. It is life in your marriage. It is life in your womb. It is life in your loins. There is nothing that the devil has designed that can work against you anymore. Because we serve a God that is never late. And he came out. But there was a problem. He was still tied up. And the Lord Jesus looked at him. And looked at those that mocked. And looked at those that looked for a sign. And looked at those that were doubting. But now some of them had believed. And he said, lose it. And let You will be loosed. Amen. You will be loosed. Amen. The Lord that blessed us in the bread of life in August. And gave us five babies. He will bless you. Amen. 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 
You see, when I sit down and look at it, I've never had it. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm in more churches. But I'm always where the Spirit of God is. I have never experienced it. That in one church, in one month, five. Not the, not, not, I'm not talking about national church. I'm talking about one assembly. Five. That means you've not seen anything yet. Let's stand up. Let us stand up. Now, upon seeing what Jesus had done, many of the Jews who had come with Mary believed in him. That is, they trusted him, adhered to, and relied on him. Why did they believe in him? Because he is never late. He showed it again that if you can just believe, nothing shall be impossible unto you. Wherever you are standing, I just want you to raise your hands to the Lord and say, Father, I believe. I believe. As they believed, I believe. And I confess from today, I will not be in a hurry. I will wait on you. Lord Jesus, you spoke a word and it was done. Speak into my life today. Speak into my life today. Let every stone be rolled away. Let every obstacle be removed. Let your miracle manifest. Let your glory come down upon my life. Just start to worship and thank Him for answered prayers. Let's give the Lord a clap offering for what He has done. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name, O Lord. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, we have worship. As we step into the month of September, the Lord says it will be pillar of cloud by the day ahead of us. And it will be pillar of fire by the night ahead of us. He said, whatever we call, we answer us. He said, whatever we decree, go shall not resist us. He said, as we go out, we will experience favor of the Lord in the name of Jesus. This month, ever will open over our lives in the name of Jesus. We will not lose anything in the name of Jesus. We will not have any cause to sorrow in the month of September in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Blessed be your name, O Lord. Father, we thank you for your servant that you have used. We ask, O Lord, that you will keep him by your power in the name of Jesus. Double anointing upon his life and his ministry and his family in the name of Jesus. Thank you for hearing us, Lord. Lord, the family that will be traveling back to Canada, we bring them before your throne of grace. We ask, O Lord, that next time that we will hear concerning them, it will be testimonies of your goodness in the name of Jesus. You will expand them on every side in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's share the grace. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Rest and abide with us now. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.
goodness and mercy will be your companion throughout this week. Amen. Amen.